You're listening to Interesting Vancouver Portraits. The show is an extension of the annual Interesting Vancouver Speaker Series, and it's a podcast about ordinary Vancouverites leading extraordinary lives. I'm Josh Gabbert-Wyon, and today, an interesting Vancouver portrait of paranormal investigator Claire Burge. When you investigate the paranormal, let alone have spirit attracted to you, the barriers to communication are, they're profound. You know, if it was as clear cut as getting a yes, no, or direct response to all your questions in an EVP session, electronic voice phenomenon, that would be great, but it's just not that way. Claire is the co-vice president of the Vancouver Paranormal Society. They hunt ghosts. The small team goes out on weekly investigations to private residences, businesses, and historic sites. They don't get paid for what they do. Instead, they work with the owners and try to get answers. They use video cameras, audio recorders, and scientific measuring gear. Claire got into ghost hunting because of her own experience with the paranormal. Even as a kid, Claire had a unique relationship with the other side. I was about 10 years old. I was living in North Burnaby and all of us neighborhood friends always got together and, you know, charged the neighborhood, went exploring, and we went to some old sugar shacks behind Pete's Market off Spurling Street. And there are all sorts of urban legends and myths about this place. There was even some floorboards missing in one of the shacks and an old hangman's noose hanging over top of it. So, of course, you know, kids are going to come up with stories. Well, I went home that night. I went to bed in my brand-new bedroom. I was had just gone to bed, and... All of a sudden, I look towards my bedroom closet, and there's this opalescent skull just floating just above my bed, and it wouldn't go away. It was like this skull, <laughs> like rubbing my eyes, and I was terrified. I couldn't move. I couldn't breathe. I couldn't, I couldn't scream. And then my mother had come into the linen closet in the hall right across from my bedroom door, turned on the light, and that was just my trigger to leap out of bed and run around her, and I screamed. Ever since then, I just, that had never left my my memory, and it just caused me to, you know, just really wonder, I mean, what that was. And I knew that those stories from the sugar shacks were just stories, I knew that. Kids do that, they make those stories up, but this was different, and I felt like something had followed me. Ghosts have followed Claire all her life, but there was one experience that had a big impact on her. Yeah, this one's hard to say. Um, My brother died, uh, tragically, my big brother, many years ago now, um, on a bike. And then a week before that, uh, we were all at my dad's place, and we went for a walk. And it was a beautiful spring night, and we came back, and my brother and I gave each other a great big hug and a kiss. And um, as we always did, love you, bro, love you, sis. And as we were embracing, I heard a voice in my right ear, and it wasn't my brother's voice. It definitely wasn't my dad. It was really, 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 really loud, and it was profound, and it was strong. And it said, this, this is, is the, the last time, time you're going to see your brother. brother. You're, you're never going, going to see him, him again. again. Word for word. And I pushed off my brother, and he looked at me like I was nuts. I never saw him again. A week to the day he died. So, um, um, I knew that that was something in spirit telling me that, um, and preparing me 
um, that he was not going to be around. Um, whether it was his higher self or his guides or my guides or another spirit or somebody letting me know that um, he was going to be gone, right? But it was okay uh, because, I mean, that's his time, right? Like, he was such a great guy, like the greatest guy. Oh, my gosh. So that was another thing that that was huge for me. It, it just really validated that we don't just die. Honestly, we just, we don't just die. We're, we're still around. After that message and the death of her brother, Claire decided she had to connect with the spirit world. She found out about the Vancouver Paranormal Society, joined the group, and started taking her encounters more seriously. Claire can't talk about all the investigations that the society conducts. Most remain confidential between the ghost hunters and property owners. She does mention one experience, though, an investigation she conducted at Camp Alexandria with Vancouver Paranormal Society member Amy and Steve, the camp caretaker. I think it was in the summer at historic Camp Alexandra in Surrey, a camp for mothers and children during the war to give them a place to go. And it was also a fresh air camp for people with tuberculosis or there was an attachment there anyway. Well, one of the investigations that we did there in cabin five, I'm sitting on the bottom bunk of on one side of the room. There is another bunk bed on the back, and then on the other side opposite me was where Steve was, and kind of sitting the same way, back up against the wall, their legs stretched out on the mattress, and then Amy was sitting under a window on, on a single bed, leaning forward. All of a sudden, Steve felt an energy shift in the room, in the cabin, and Amy started seeing these lights under the door coming in, and really weird lights. I'd asked really passionately for any spirit that was there to please draw as much energy as they possibly can to manifest either physically, you know, say something, speak really, really loud into our recorders and say something to us. Let us know that you're here. And that's when Steve felt that energy shift and Amy saw the lights. And then all of a sudden, under the mattress under me, it's like someone went boom, 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 just slamming on the mattress underneath me. So I <laughs> sat up and I went, oh my gosh. And then all of a sudden it happened again way stronger and happened to Amy across the room as well. And we both leaped up. That, so we're talking about it. A minute later, Amy's talking and she's leaning forward. There's a curtain behind her um, on the small window. And as she's talking, nowhere near the curtain, Steve and I pointed to the curtain, went, the curtain! <laughs> There's two panels on this curtain. One stayed stationary, did not move, nothing, no breeze, nothing. The other one, it's like someone took the bottom corner, inner corner, and pulled it way back, and then pulled it way back down again. And it was crazy. The activity that you actually get on a location usually is not the activity that the client claims to have. They're in it. They're living in their, those or working in those locations. So they're there all the time. But for us to come in, you know, we're coming in on one night. We rely on our recorders. And it's funny that typically the best EVPs that we get is when we're on a break. But when we're asking questions, well, we tend to get less. But it's, it's not the scary thing that people think it is. Claire's investigations are helping her to understand the spirits that have been following her since childhood. It's given me more purpose in my life. To be able to follow my dreams and to go after 
my very biggest passion in life to make that actually happen where I, I never thought I would. I didn't know that there were teams out there. So when I found out that there were and that this was possible, I grabbed onto it and I never looked back. I've always searched for explanations. I've always searched for more experiences. My very earliest memory of life, I didn't feel like I really belonged on this earth. And so when I had that experience, and you know, anytime I talk about that or any kind of need to know about the paranormal and, and what we are, who we are, it always brings me back to my earliest childhood memory, thinking that I just don't belong here, that I belong, my home is somewhere else. I didn't really connect with people very well growing up. I didn't understand people. I just felt that there was so much more to me than who I was and what people were on this earth. So those two things, my earliest childhood memory and that first paranormal experience, I think kind of go hand in hand. I think maybe on a higher level that there is a reason for that. And I think that I am supposed to be doing this. You know, even now, I still, and I always have, I, I can't wait to see what's on the other side, who we really are, because I think that's where I'm going to find who I really am. I mean, people say that kind of stuff all the time, you know, um, who we really are, and I, I practice the spiritual and all that kind of stuff. And I mean, that's all great. And I did too. But for me, it's somehow I'm more who I am when I'm connecting with that side of it. I, I feel less uh, awkward. I feel more awkward in this physical body. And I think I've always felt that. So it's, it's just, it's a journey for me. It's, it's a big journey and, and I'm, I'm seeking the truth about me. This has been an interesting Vancouver portrait with Claire Burge. This episode was produced by me, Josh gabbert with support from David Swanson, Brett McFarland, and Mark Bussey. This podcast is made possible by the City of Vancouver, SFU Woodwards, Graphic Designers of Canada, and Creative Mornings Vancouver. Through talks, workshops, and programs, Interesting Vancouver celebrates the people and activities that can only happen in Vancouver and by Vancouverites. For more info, visit us at interestingvancouver.com. I'm Josh gabbert Thanks for listening.